Let's go. Bingetown, how are we feeling today? It's your boy Dave here with the whole Bingetown crew, aka the seven. All of us are diehard the boys fans. So we had to do this recap with all of us here to get all of our expert opinions on uh, the season as a whole. I've been dying to get back on the mic to discuss this season of the boys. And here we all are finally together. This season overall was a combination of some of the highest highs as well as some of the lowest lows. And we're going to do our best to not over dissect certain plot points. So we aren't recapping as much, but I am not going to promise the fans anything. This recording is going to be, is going to focus mostly on things that we like this season and least favorite things. So I'm going to hand it over to Luke to kind of just run us through what exactly we will be discussing this episode. Mm -hmm. So take it away, my man. Yeah. So if you haven't already heard our coverage of the finale specifically, um, Brian, Paul and Kathleen already dropped that. Definitely go listen to it. That's more of a detailed breakout of every single scene here. We just want fun thoughts, just roundtable discussions. We've done this in the past with the magicians. We've done this in the past with uh, the last kingdom. We've done it with uh, the umbrella Academy. It's just something we like to do. It, it's just fun to talk about. We like to give our top threes, bottom threes of certain subjects. So with that being said, before we get into the rankings, I think it makes sense for all of the non boys faces. Let's give our just, overall opinions of the season and maybe specifically the ending. Yeah, I'll take the, the <laughs> reins on this. <laughs> <laughs> Roar the dog, baby. Let go. Um, I thought this was still the best season of the boys so far. Like I said in the intro, it did have some of the lowest lows, but I think those highest highs kind of compensated way more than enough to make it still my favorite season. Um, some characters lost a little standing. Others shot their way up. Um, Soldier Boy obviously was absolutely incredible. Just give my hat off to him uh, while I have the mic now. Just honestly, the best season still so far of the boys. And even though the finale was a little bit of a letdown, I still think that the season delivered. Could someone just throw me a little pulse check? Like, what's everyone pissed about? Like in the fandom? Like, let's do it what? after we give our our thoughts. Okay. And then I'll all right. All right. Catch you up. All right, Jamie, can you give me a pulse check on where you're at? Yeah, yeah. So actually, I had a different situation when I was going through the boys because I was so stuck with watching Peaky Blinders and Stranger Things. I had stuck. to binge all. Yeah, I know that was the wrong word. But I was freaking loving <laughs> yeah. both of them. I but knew someone was going to come. I was, yeah, I was caught up in a good way watching both of them trying to get caught up with with everything, especially Stranger Things, because I was pretty behind with that. So the boys, I missed the entire coverage and I binged one through eight of the boys. The binge was great. I freaking enjoyed it a lot. Um, this season, I would probably say is my favorite as well. I think that there definitely was a lot of really high highs. I would love to hear some of the lows because I don't have too many. I definitely have some things that I want to talk about. Plot issues, plot hole, maybe stuff like that. But to be honest, I still put it at number one and I really enjoyed it, especially as a binge. I don't know. I feel like it's tough because I th the two I think of the best episodes are in this season, but I I think I I lean more towards the finale was generally disappointing. The feeling that I got like the the raw dog feeling, didn't read anyone else's opinion, just how I was feeling after the episode ended was I was generally disappointed. I just felt like they were trying to get us to season 4 so much that like they just were trying to just paper over all of the like just rushing it felt almost a lot of the the character arcs in a way I, i'm not i'm not really sure exactly how to 
to say it, but I just felt like the whole ending was fell flat for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, I really, really liked the season. I was having a fucking blast watching the entire thing. There's great moments. There's great development for a lot of people. It's just the ending for me wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. And I pretty much feel the same way, Kyle. And it's actually weird because when I first watched this episode, I loved it. Like favorite season. I liked number number three the most. And I really liked the ending. I wouldn't say it was better than Herogasm. That's the best episode of the series, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But I thought the ending was good enough where the only thing I was really complaining about is what I always complain about. And that's the lack of tension and plot armor for killing people. That's always just a, one of my top nitpicks of any show when they're cowards. Yeah. Um, but I did just rewatch the finale like two hours ago and I felt weaker about it than I thought I was going to Jensen Ackles, the goat. I think he yeah, is one of the, the best man. additions to a show of, like, uh, like this that I could ever remember. Every single line he delivers is almost perfect and he's beautiful and he's the man fucking love <laughs> soldier boy and everything related to soldier boy. I was pretty damn satisfied with, including his ending of putting him back in cryo and he's either coming back next season or if they're ballsy, they take a whole season off and bring him back in the season five or something like that. Either mm-hmm. way, that, that shit was amazing where I didn't really like it was it some of the decisions the in the finale besides the plot army. Yeah, some of the decisions in the finale were terrible. Like I didn't really fuck with any of what butcher decided to do in, in terms of, betraying the entire Homelander three-season plan for Ryan, who sandbags the shit out of him five minutes later. I didn't like any of that. I've always said Butcher doesn't makes bad decisions in regards to the boys. So that that stuff was bad, and I'm pretty sure that was universally disliked. And it's, it was especially disliked that Maeve lived. But I also yeah. add A-Train's plot armor to the table because I hated both them so much. But Agreed. besides plot armor, I'll, I'll keep saying it. Like, I still love this. I thought the political world building growth that happens, especially in that last scene with Ryan and Homelander was so good. And it felt like three seasons worth of growth about how the public perceives soups. And it just like, that was so good. I thought that was all satisfying. And then, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. So left a good, it left like a last scene, good taste in my mouth. But that, that final fight, there was some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows for me, that big confrontation with soldier boy. Yeah. It seems like we're pretty much all on the same page. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what we said in the finale, you know, uh, not some, some not great moments, but some over the top insane moments. So all in all, it's still a phenomenal show. And season so, three was Paul, definitely this is specifically for you because you're, you were the one that said, this is after you guys recorded your finale and we all kind of met up. When it was mid-season, you were saying that The Boys has cemented itself as probably your favorite show of all time. And then after the finale, you backtracked that and you said that on the podcast. But then when we met up a little bit after and we kind of tried to talk through the plot holes amongst ourselves, we almost reconvinced you that it was your favorite again. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was a lot of beers. Like that conversation (laughs) lasted a few beers. Um, uh, I am still going to withdraw back a little bit on the statement that this is going to be my favorite show ever, or this is my favorite show ever um, because of the season. Uh, We'll get more into it when we talk about, uh, you know, the plots, holes and dislikes that we had. Um, But I do think that we talked out a lot of parts that I thought were like, ruining the show for me mm-hmm. and and i think we kind of figured that out so uh, we'll get more yeah black noir mm-hmm. i was i was just a lot of, really confused on him so but um yeah i i'm gonna put it like right up there um it still has the potential of course because if, it's the boys if mount rushmore had five presidents on there would it <laughs> fall in that fifth 
on the as the fifth head. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Would it be below there. five? No, it's probably like two or three. I don't yeah, even so know. I was why. Gonna say, if the OG Mount Rushmore. So. Yeah, OG yeah. Mount Rushmore. Speaking of uh, Noir, who who is in my camp who thinks he's still alive somehow? Dude, okay, I don't well, here, well, let me let me jump in here really quick. I want to ask you guys, are we talking the comics at all? Do you guys know any of the spoilers from the comics? Obviously, the Bingetown TikTok and short YouTube shorts have been spoiling some shit, but I just want to get a clear you know, view on if you guys want to know spoilers, if you, I mean, they're the boys just is all is off the rails when it comes to going by the comics, but I use the comics as a way for me to like accept or not accept certain things that they do. So do you guys want that on the pod? And this is, I don't think we need to spoil it, but I'm, I'm with you. I feel the same way. I know the things that, you know, right. I also don't know if we should necessarily talk specifically. Yeah, I wonder if you're ominous that you're um, bringing up this whole spoilers in the comic books, right? When we shift the discussion to Noir being alive, yeah. possibly. Well, I just wanted to say too that that Noir's show... alive in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we already, we already blew that one out of the water, man. Check the YouTube. The, check the YouTube. I don't watch anything TikTok, that's but... like every time I'm on YouTube or Bingetown account or on TikTok, and I hear Jimmy's voice being like. Did you know that Homelander in the comics and that like yeah. Delco accent? I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to know. Did you know though, Kathleen? Well, let me just say that. <laughs> did you know that? Did you notice that in the flashback, it wasn't the actual actor? They changed actors. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Er, yeah. The showrunner came out and said that Black Noir is replaceable. Like you could just put somebody else under. And that's why, mm. that's how he talked the actor into not being in the flashback so he could show up later as another version of black noir. So we will see him again, but he is dead. Probably. Okay. I mean, I think so. That, that, that I mean, makes, he ripped his insides. I mean, I guess, you I know, mean, we're talking about that makes yeah, a lot of I, sense I with his front and that makes a lot of sense with his gimmick of just always needing to wear the helmet. It literally to the fans, it does not matter who the fuck is under there. They just know that person as noir. So it doesn't matter. I like that. I actually like that. So that puts me back on. I thought he was dead. And I think I'm back on him. His personality Damn. being alive. I, I actually <laughs> want to say he's the symbol, the, bro. Yeah. yeah the symbol. On, on his personality. On the topic of Black <laughs> Noir, I freaking loved the scene where Homelander explains that the whole time he could see through the mask. Yes. Mm -hmm. me too. He could see when yeah. he was happy and when he was sad and when he was smiling and when he wasn't like that was freaking cool as hell to me. They really but, stepped it up this season with giving those little scenes showing how powerful Homelander is. They did it exactly what you're saying. This little scene explaining being able to look through Noir's mess um, when Mallory was trying to go on her phone and he was oh, like, yeah. I can hear you sliding your clumsy fat fingers yeah. all the way from here. Even smelling butcher on Maeve, they really stepped up how much he is uh, perceiving and, and taking um, just every day. He's just standing there. And even Ryan, too, like when Butcher was sick in the bathroom and he came out and he was trying to pretend he was OK. Ryan was like, I can hear your heartbeat going crazy. Like, are you all right? right? Him Those taking, are the things they do so well. Yeah. yeah. Stan Eggers, um Oh, my God. Wrap around your arm. What's it called? Take your pulse. No, blood pressure. Blood pressure. Jeez. Yeah. You can, like, <laughs> there you go. BB. You can, yeah, it's awesome. When you said wrap around your arm, I thought for a millisecond. The dick. 
You were thinking of love sausage. Yeah. No. It's like, what's his name? Anything's his wrapping name? around anything. We're, we're talking about love sausage now, dude. But oh, like, he can think of pulls. Let's not go more into the noir thing because I think that's yeah. one of the things we're going to bring up um, and try and convince B. Toms and Kathleen who weren't there when me, Dave, and Kyle were talking to Paul and talking about all the noir things. We're, we'll bring that up in a little bit. I, I want to open the floor. You you showed up a little were, bit late, but you were there. <laughs> Many beers. That's a, a lot of beers. A lot yeah, of beers. Say, as Paul described, <laughs> it, it was a lot of beers. I want to open the floor for our first category here, and let's let's get the opinion of. It doesn't really matter who wants to jump in, jump in here. We haven't heard a lot of Kathleen and B times. You guys want to start, but I want everybody's optimistic favorite moments from season three. And like I said in the intro, if your favorite said, mention it, but then move on to the next on your list. So we're all talking about something different here. I am not going to start because I thought I was being excluded from this one as just color commentary. So I'll think through as you guys go. Okay. I will start. Everybody's heard me gush over season three enough. I was on all eight episodes, but like favorite moments from the season. Do we want a top three or just everybody gets one? You could do top three, but only really dive into one. If you want to talk specifics. Everybody gets one. Everybody I was gonna say one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so number one has to be Soldier Boy Butcher and Huey versus Homelander. Iconic at the tail end of hero gasm, like so much in one episode. That's going to stand the test of time. Maybe a, an all timer for the series when we look back in three plus years. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? Maeve versus Homelander was a very oh, satisfying one on one. It was Maeve's moment, I think, and just like making him pay attention to her in the heat of battle was must have been so gratifying for her after all those years of taking his shit. And then I will say, I'm going to say the noir fantasy play with all the critters <laughs> at the uh, Chuck E. Cheese lookalike with Buster Beaver. Luke, that whole like. That whole play was just incredible for me, and it was such a perfect way to portray what that iteration of Black Noir was at that time and how innocent he was, but fucked up at the same time. So that's a good top three for me. Um, I'll jump in here. So, Tagsy, you got me with the three-way fight with Homelander, Butcher, and Soldier Boy. Queen Maeve, her fight was as well in there. Going back to the Homelander three-way fight though i do just want to say that specific part of that scene when homelander gets hit by the laser for the first time by butcher in his face when he gets hit freaking amazing what the fuck yeah that was amazing (laughs) um i guess i'm gonna go i have two others but i'm gonna go with the the victorian starlight conversation the conversation goes something like oh i thought he was gonna be like scared i was gonna pop his head or something and (laughs) When Starlight makes the face, I was I was fully expecting her to be like, oh, it's just a turn of phrase. Like, it's just a like I was, you know, and then when she actually says, like, listen, I freaking know you guys know. Let's have this conversation. I was like, "Okay, totally right decision here. So happy they did that. Thank God. And, you know, I I just love that conversation between the two of them. That was something we actually discussed off pod, too, is like that question was worded perfectly from Newman to just bait. A reaction from Starlight. Mm-hmm. Like if Starlight yep. hadn't reacted, they could have just carried on with the normal conversation. Right. But because she reacted, Newman was like, "All right, business." Very yeah. uh, Tommy Shelby, Anya Taylor Joy esque, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Yeah, just <laughs> some questions. An amazing. But, line hold on, I just want to add to that point. Sorry that the 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 nosebleed at the end of that episode when Newman yeah. 
showed like show she could truly kill Starlight was just so good. I could, it'd be hard to take you out, but not impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This was said, I can't remember when it was, but this season definitely kind of downplayed Starlight as she is not that strong. Nope. Like first no. season we were like blown away with her with her powers like wow, this chick's kind of strong. But like this season she just got put in her place so many times. I remember season 2, the you know, asylum episode where they're raising these soups when they're at the car and but uh Huey's hurt and Butcher's like use your powers to cut his wound. She's like I can't, there's no electricity. We were all like that is a huge weakness that we had yep. no idea about before. So, I mean, but we were talking about the limits of that and we assumed that she's still super strong all the time, hence yeah. why she could break out of the safe, you know, in the finale of this season and all that stuff. She's so strong, but she can't use her electricity. Right. And when she does power up, she faints afterwards and falls over. So that was annoying at the big fight of the finale. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel like by the end, she'll definitely have a strong power. I just think right now, maybe she doesn't know how to fully utilize it. Or like get she should those. know how to fully utilize it. She's been yeah. like, yeah. doing no, shit. It's been mostly for, it's been mostly for show though. It's been mostly for pageants. It's never like she's been in a fight before. I'm constantly no, she's a crime no, no. fighter. She's a crime fighter. Okay, in who was she fighting? Omaha. Like? Yeah, like she's <laughs> probably fighting <laughs> a bunch of fourteen-year-olds at the yeah. corner store. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I will say is they made an emphasis to highlight that she flew. Like Maeve was just like I could run but you can fly maybe she can learn to like fly like homelander or stormfront because we know that is kind of like a top tier superhero ability yeah. that not many right. have i can add Indeed. one just ben. one because the fight all the fights are number one if if the homelander uh herogasm fight is not your number one that's fucking insane that was like the most epic mm-hmm. thing but i will add um, post Kimiko and Frenchie kiss the dance scene. I knew um, you were going to say that <laughs> freaking weirdo. I, I, I have that. to say it because I just love to think about them telling like you guys are going to have a full out dance mo- montage. Like, I just love that. And I love when people take the time to do stupid ass things like that. That make me just smile. My smile just wraps around my fucking head. I'm so happy. <laughs> Kathleen, this um, is why we need like, you on the pod is like yeah. all, all six of the guys here could just be like, oh, the fights were great. And then we got yeah. coming in like the kiss yeah. was amazing. <laughs> right. I mean, the whole Kim- Kimiko and Frenchie Fair. are everything. Frenchie is number the one. Kiss, the kiss was great. Yeah. 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 Frenchie is just like the greatest character of all time. So and all Kimiko time, is incredible. Huh? So those two together, any scene really like they crushed a lot of scenes this season, especially because a lot of times they were like separate. Anytime they were dealing with Lil Nina or anything with Shuri, Shuri, Shuri. Shuri. Yep. Yeah. Even if you go back to season two with the brother, like she kind of tackled the brother by herself, even though Frenchie kind of wanted to help as well, but she wanted to do that by herself too. So this is definitely the first time I agree with you that we get a full season of them finally just always next to each other. Yeah, it's good. So all the fights and that one, of course, even it out. <laughs> even the, Okay. Even the, yeah. Um, so I can go next. I will just number one, obviously, is going to be the fight during Herogasm. But my two, my other two were going to be so Homelander's monologue when he kind of like goes mask off mm-hmm. at the recording was great. And then the aftermath of it when he finds yeah. out that like it actually worked out for him. And then the second one is going to be Kimiko convincing Frenchie that she can take Compound V again. And then yeah, that's good. Have that whole conversation about how their family and all that kind of stuff. And 
on the episode that I was on, I remember saying at first I was like kind of devastated that it wasn't going to be romantic. But honestly, as long as the two of them like get to experience that love together, that's really what matters. And I thought looking back, that is a moment that will definitely stick with me, I think, throughout the whole show. So that's mm-hmm, got to hit the mm-hmm. top for you. Love it. That's something I wanted to open up to the rest of the seven because you got the impression that that was not going to lead to a romance between the two. And I was just like, oh, this is the start of them becoming a romance. So what is the lasting taste you had going into season four? Are they going to be like platonic or romantic? Frenchie and Kimiko. I hope romantic. I took I'm all it platonically. in. I, it's, I was confused. I mean, I really was. Like, I am at the platonic side right now because they had the kiss. She said it was weird. And then she explained like, I mean, she said it's weird because you're not like my lover, but you're my family. To me, that's like saying you're like my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I took it like platonic. To me, that's saying you're already like my partner, like my husband. Well, that's like, I mean, I feel like that's where we should go. I think what I said on the podcast was we're so far past the flirtatious honeymoon phase of having these pecs like a first kiss. There's so much emotionally past that. I'll be mad if it's not romantic, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think it's earned to be romantic, and it is kind of a letdown if it's not. Mm-hmm. I think I, see, I, I disagree. Up. I think they've set themselves up. If it's one way or the other, I'm I'm going to be fine with it. I personally, I think I'd rather them lean towards the romantic side because they both deserve happiness, and I think they find the most happiness being together. So I can see that romantic side, but it's just so hard to get a feel for what they actually are. Mm-hmm. I would say seventy well, percent platonic maybe 75 25 like could go either way i was on the platonic he, she, they, she literally says that was weird right yeah <laughs> like it's kind of hard i i see it both ways and my bias prefers non-platonic but French i wouldn't cool. be upset if they it was platonic like brother sister relationship like i wouldn't be disappointed i would be like oh man like i'm happy for you guys like you yeah. finally found each other I think they've done really well with their relationship, so I trust them. Mm-hmm. If it's going to end up being platonic, then I'm going to be okay with it. I, yeah. I feel like it's also very easy for us to just like assume like every – I feel like in every story ever, like 99% right. of stories, they're going to end up banging and married. Yeah. So that's why it's like it has to be that way, but I think it'll be okay if it's not. The, mm-hmm. the one last thing I'll add to this conversation is that um, – Frenchie refers to Kimiko as Moncor, which is my heart, obviously, in French. It's not like he could easily say Monsoir, which is my sister, but he said he chooses Brother. to say, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying he's my, it's my heart. Like, that's not something you, I feel like, would say to your Dave's uh, study sibling. abroad coming in handy right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm just trying I to don't flex. know. Just, I, I'm just saying that's a more love endearing <laughs> no, term right. than it is like a family term. Is what French is not you. gonna be the one sister zoning her. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he was ever gonna start off and just calling her my sister. I just I don't know. Yeah, he could. I mean, so, pretty- so how's that any better than saying my heart? Like, oh, we just met, you're my heart. I'm gonna tell you one thing. If French no. called me my heart, there'd be something going on. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. <laughs> Who didn't go? Because I have a few uh quick ones that I can rattle off. Me, you, and, and I'll Dave. do it at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, want, I wanted to do the same fucking thing, man. I want to get everything we missed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Go shit. Dave first, Dave first. Number one, episode six fight, obviously. Um, and then my number two was, I'm surprised no one has said this yet, but to me, the Soldier Boy daddy reveal was like, I don't know why I didn't think of that in the moment, but when it happened, I was like, 
holy fuck like that's wild so obvious but it was completely overlooked because of all the other details in the series so love that moment uh number three being um the temp fee shoot-ups from huey and butcher yeah That, that shit was so insane and then i guess if since this will be my third one since the one was already said this kind of ties into what you were saying, B. Toms. I orig- I have the original backstory for Nicaragua as my third favorite moment because it kind of also ties in with the fact with what you were saying. Like, I think that animated play was really well done and makes me look back onto that Nicaragua scene with the whole picture. And I can be like, OK, damn, that was actually really badass, like finding out over the, the span of the season what actually transcended in Nicaragua. And I, so I just really love, I just consider Nicaragua, I guess, as a whole. I really enjoyed that moment. Transpired. I was going to say, li- I was going to say, Dave, say? you've been watching the hundred. The they transcend. <laughs> Transpired. Oh, sorry. I didn't even, I didn't even catch it. I'll allow it though. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll pull, I'll go. And then you can clean you up just, any of the funny ones can, I missed. You can rattle them all off. Yeah. Orgasm, ever the, yeah. the main, the main fight that was just peak, including Huey teleporting Starlight. I don't know if you want to, whatever. That was amazing. Uh, Maeve versus Homelander was incredible too. I agree with B Tom's when he was bringing up that that part earlier. I do wish it was cemented as one of the top three moments of the series. Maybe if she died, but takes away yeah. a little bit that she survived that. And then we'll get there. besides that, like you guys have kind of named all of the other really good ones, but there were some crazy moments in this season that I absolutely loved. I loved the Homelander convincing the girl to commit suicide yeah. moment. That wasn't like just I just did not see that scene going that way. I also did not at all see Stormfront being alive in this season. That <laughs> that floored me that she was even making making an appearance and that directly yeah. caused the the right. suicide scene. And then um two other ones I have were just the deep eating the octopus was hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, of course, got kids. Uh, the the cold the cold opening, which I think is just amazing, of termite going inside and banging his boyfriend yeah. before oh Coke sneezing. Yeah. That will forever be cement. That's one of the first things I think of for this entire show, and it might be forever of when I think of the boys of what's seen is just so over the top. And I can't believe one. it was allowed. It was amazing, insane. They, they were showing it. the it was amazing tip of it. I loved it, dude. That was scene number two for me. It was just nice. perfect. Like what? A, what an introduction to season. Was that three. Paul sexiest scene? Oh my god, there were so many. Mmm, taking a load, and that could have been Paul. Yeah, it was definitely Butcher and Maeve. That shit was hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the other ones, you guys said everything, obviously. But the other ones, I just want to bring up Homelander being Homelander. Anytime, I mean, that was just my favorite scene. Just seeing him be incredible, like he's he's one of my favorite villains ever, characters mm-hmm. ever. Um, the deep becoming the thinking man soup with his mm-hmm. release of deeper, like just incredible, and his rise through at like the fans' eyes. Um, Soldier Boy's response to anything, fucking incredible. Like, first of all, I don't have shell shock. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Little Nina. I mean, I thought Little Nina was great just because of Frenchie's backstory. I loved the as much as I hated the interrogation scene with uh, Kimiko and Cherie tied up. I thought it was a phenomenal scene uh, to explain what Frenchie was actually dealing with, and where it came from. And then finally, I mean, we talked about her a little bit, but Ashley, especially when she was telling the story to uh, he was telling a train that he was going to get a movie and how yeah. he was slinging that yayo and <laughs> can i get a what what like oh my god she just she just blew it up this season 
and her putting a train in his place at the end. Yeah, yeah. that oh. was amazing. I That's said a that shot. out loud. That's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Surprised no one had a Homelander killing in public like the season finale. That was a good a, moment. That was up there. Yeah, for me. yeah. I definitely thought about it. I will yeah. say, for, I always got to give my honorable mentions. You know me. I can't just stick to three. But I will say <laughs> one moment that really had me like, what the fuck was when Starlight quit at the end of, I think that was the end of that hero gasm, was it not? When she yeah. with the yeah. recording, I was like, good for her. So that, yeah. that was a good moment, too. The recording of Homelander when he wasn't expecting it was fucking mm. epic, too. Ooh, that Dude, yeah. that felt like such lines. a win. They were just running lines. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, all right, and before we move to... Yeah, go ahead, B. Thompson. If I could close out our discussion <laughs> of favorite scenes, unless somebody really wants to say another one, I... Probably the best pop culture poking fun this whole season was the Gal Gadot Imagine video yes, yes, yes. and the A-Train doing the Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, both of them were the boys Genius. being the boys. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Love it. Let's move over to a quicker hitting category here, because I know that was one of our more extended one so let's let's do i'm gonna free ball here let's go to everybody's ranking of the boys and that includes as we know we got verbal confirmation at the end of the episode starlight starlight and kimiko kimiko's obviously in it but starlight's also in it so everybody give your top three and then pick one of them to talk about and we'll just kind of oh just top three wait yeah i want the top three ordered Oh, I thought we were ranking all of them. We can do that if we want. I'll keep start. My ranking is as follows. Frenchie, number one, in my heart and my soul. MM, number two. Kimiko, number three. Starlight, number four. Huey, number five. And Butcher, number six. Butcher was my number one seasons for seasons. Mm -hmm. And that motherfucker, man, he just like, I love him so much. I love him, but he's such an asshole. I love everyone else more than I love him now. He saved Huey, man. But I think the biggest. Loves Ryan. I think of the pod, me, Brian and Paul for all eight episodes, they love Homelander so much. And like, I, I hate you way, but I couldn't imagine the show without you way. I thought Butcher was going to die in this season. And I also wanted Homelander to die. And they made a great point being like, what the fuck would the show be without either yeah. of those two? They're such like important, like must have characters. But yeah, I, I'm very interested to see how the Butcher sickness plays out in uh Season four, and if he's gonna actually, I'm so pissed that I let you go first because that is legitimately my exact order. <laughs> read it again, Kyle. Fuck yeah, you. read it again. Read it again. Frenchy, MM, Kimiko, Starlight, Huey, Butcher. <laughs> I um. This was just a bad season for Huey. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Season yeah. For Huey. I'm gonna hop in and just because that's basically mine, except Huey and Starlight are switched at the four and five spot. And the way I pictured it is if they were all hanging off cliffs, like who would <laughs> I, I who would I help yeah. first? Yeah, and I'd be like, Frenchie, make sure you're safe. Emma, make sure you're safe. And then Butcher, you know, he's like the last one. Damn, love I love all of them. Though. Yeah, I mean, none of yeah. them are bad, but yeah. um, I'm you know, Frenchie is my number one. But I yeah. I agree with Kathleen. I before season three had MM as my number one, but this was not the best season for MM. He like kind of lost his logical perspective he attacks things in and he kind of let him he was more emotional this season he had some bad stuff happen with his family and daughter so like it kind of just dragged him down not that he's not my number three like he's still my number three i have frenchy huey mm kimiko starlight butcher and i agree butcher just makes horrible decisions and it pisses me off sometimes 
He's entertaining at face value, but he's definitely doesn't deserve to be higher. My last thing I'll say is Kimmy goes number four, but she could easily be number two for me if she just cared more about the boys. And what I mean by that is like she was just so down to just take Frenchie and leave and not care about M.M., or yeah. butcher or yeah. star. like that's the part where just like i what resonates with me is when you care so much about the squad and i just feel like kimiko needs a little bit more of that rather than just caring about frenchy and when she gets that she's the best like she's just she's just awesome Who's next? I, I was gonna go next but i'm literally just all these like conversations i'm just changing the order. changing your numbers <laughs> always, yeah. always. Like, where am i yeah. four of us went so we got jimmy b thompson dave so dave yeah. you can wait if you're still changing <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> He's such a coward. I'm a freaking huge coward, dude. No, not you, David. Oh, I told him I am now. Um, I'm going Frenchie number one, MM number two, uh, Kimiko number three, Butcher, Huey, Starlight. And I'm not going to lie. I had Starlight so high on my list season one. Same. And to me, she's gone down. Mm-hmm. And again, we talk about it a million times. She's not bad. It's just she's going down on my list. It's almost like everybody else around her went up. Yeah. Like, I definitely, so- I definitely, I guess it's a hot take now that I'm hearing your guys' thoughts, but I, I definitely don't hate, not hate, but I don't not like Butcher as much as you guys. Like, I, his face value entertainment is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm just like, way. I freaking love this guy and I, and I could put him higher. I'm the same way. I think that's probably the common take. And we're just majority logically thinking about it yeah like i think we just yeah there's a lot of recency bias from all of us for this he's also i mean he's just the most frustrating character yeah Mm. yes out of all of them so that's what for me is what drops him to the bottom but yep Um, you know what i just realized just to backtrack, nobody said, baby, 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 got your license to try (laughs) and uh i feel like supersonic got a little um swept under the rug Sorry to jump back. I just yeah, A train's fault. Really yeah, yeah, A train. What an ass. He sounds. Let us hear it. Coward. Dude, I'm like you. Mine keep changing up. Like, I'm <laughs> Frenchy. Right, I, 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 okay, I was gonna. I have mine. If you want me to go, but go, you wusses. Yeah, go, what the go, fuck? Right, I'll go. 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 go, go. <laughs> All right. Uh, number one for me. This apparently might be. This is apparently a hot take, but I have Huey, Frenchy, Butcher, MM dropped so much for me this season. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. It's really close between him and Starlight. So I have MM, then Starlight, and then Kimiko uh, as last, which apparently is also a hot take. So. All right. So talk about Huey, because that seems to be your most different from us. I don't know. I just always think he, he unlike Butcher, he is actually always trying to do what he thinks is best. And sure, it doesn't work out for him. And he had some ups and downs. And him and Starlight kind of butting heads a lot of this season was definitely upsetting for me. But I just like that generic this is just a, a guy. His position could have been handed to anybody else in the world. He's like he was a nobody really, and then is put into this position as originally originally being a very innocent guy to now being a murderer and just all these emotions. I just think he's a very more complicated character than what is at his face value. And I he's just relatable. I, yeah, he's relatable. Yeah. I just really enjoy him as a character, even though he does make at times some dumb mistakes. I just think he's always at least trying to do his best and wants to do what's best for everyone, not just himself, unlike Butcher. So Mm -hmm. I I like Huey still. Um, And then I'll just talk a little bit about Kimiko. I just, I get where everyone's coming from with loving Kimiko and how she's a great character, but 
she doesn't speak like she doesn't talk. She doesn't have lines. She doesn't speak up for herself. That's how good she is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. how good she is. She has badass moments, but she speaks to me, dude. I don't know. <laughs> she speaks. You to never you. learned Kimiko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got introduced as a soup that has definitely been some of a lot of the muscle for our our boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just wants to ditch, like Luke said, and it's like I, I don't know. Just don't not, ditch the homies. Yeah, yeah I'm, I love Kim. Like, obviously, she's six in my rankings, but I still love her as a character, just not out of the boys. Okay. Take us home, Tags. Here we go. Number one, Frenchie. Number two, Mother's Milk. Number three, <laughs> Huey. Five, Butcher. Six, <laughs> Starlight. What about four? Oh, I'm sorry. Four <laughs> I was like, what just happened? <laughs> Here's, Here's the thing. I thought you were doing that on purpose. Yeah, me too. At the beginning of this discussion, Kimiko was as high as number two in my rankings. And by the time it came up to me, she was dead last. I think Dave was making some good points. I love that. Um, And Starlight was also last, but she ended up second to last. I don't know. Starlight's a ride or die. She's just a little bit boring to me. Kimiko, I think Luke and Dave made some good points about her not really being a ride or die member of the boys. I think the two of them really just have to take their lumps more than the other four, even though the argument can be made that Starlight was putting the most on the line because she was a member of the seven while doing all the shenanigans for the boys. So I got respect Mm -hmm. for them, but put in your years, you know? Uh, And then the top four, Frenchie, MM, Huey, Butcher. Butcher's a dick. He's just like a really unlikable guy. I love Huey. He's so relatable. Mm -hmm. Him and MM have phenomenal T-shirts. And fucking he's Frenchie. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Sweep on Frenchie is number one. No, no I I uh, Dave. He was at least top two for everyone. I think we're Wait, all Dave, one. Who do you have number one? Huey. Huey. Huey's number one. And then <laughs> your face is hysterical. But Frenchie, I think, is everyone's without a doubt top two characters of the boys. Yeah, that's and fine. MM, average. Does anyone have MM outside their top three? Yes, I have him at four. Oh, I think this season kicked him out of the top three for me. Really? I, just, I feel like he was great this season. I just yeah, think I like literally yeah, him looking at Soldier Boy and just throwing up his fist. I'm like, what are you <laughs> yeah, doing? This no, is gonna, was, I'm going to get to this discussion in a little bit. So we'll get there. When the we get emotions there. took over for MM this season yeah. compared to the last two. That's I just why have one he fell statement in my about it and we'll get there when we get there. Okay. All right. So I just want to say, as the resident Frenchie stand, that I'm welcome everybody else to the club. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You were the OG. You were the You've been a Frenchie guy since season one, so yeah, you got to get Frenchy the props. Yeah, this great. season was magical for Frenchie. Just the um, backstory and everything. Great. So this is going to be a super, super quick one, even compared to that. I just want everybody's seasons ranked. And does three, anybody two, not have season three as their favorite season? I think, yeah, no. but I might be closer to putting it two than most of the people here. Okay, because mine's just three, two, one. Like, I think every mm, season has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Same. If, if we were talking, I brought this up to Luke when he uh, offered this in our text messages. I was like, but if we were ranking season finales, it'd go two, three, one for me, I think. Maybe even two, one, three, to be honest. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's hard because I'm the same. My favorite season is three. It's just, they kept getting better. But you give the characters more material, more backstory. You're just mm-hmm. going to enjoy it more. And it, every scene almost means that much more. So mm-hmm. as of right now, they're killing it. So three, two, one. Has there ever been a show that we've thought the season one Game was the Thrones. best season? No. Oh, never mind. I oh, jumped the gun on the question. Plenty of Hill House. 
True Detective. Oh, that's a that's yeah, anthology. Yeah. That's the same thing. Totally anthology. Kidding. That's that's true. Anthology. I'm literally kidding. Detective. I just one picked something with one season. Also the worst. <laughs> no, oh, there's uh, definitely got to be a season one's best. Not Stranger Things. So fuck off. Avatar, the last <laughs> no. airbender. That's probably the closest one we could get to an argument. Riverdale, though, honestly, a stranger. Thing. Riverdale. I agree with that. That's I'm, from what I'm <laughs> uh, Sabrina, maybe, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I would say maybe like one the best. That's a good one. Hundred, yeah. but like not really. So the hundred? No, no, bro. No, Season two. We got to make it to no weather. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I could see why people might like the first season of that the best. All right. We're if I had a list here? of shows in front of me, I feel like we could we could name a couple, but it'd be rare. But Rick yeah. and Morty, probably Rick and Morty. All right. No. So our next category is going to be a little bit on the pessimistic side here, and we're going to go around just tell everybody's three least favorite characters. And I'll just say this out front: this was the hardest category. This was the hardest ranking for me to to put in there because every character of the show, except for one, is amazing, pretty much, and I love them all. So Blue Hawk makes all of our lists. For- yeah. Wow. Blue Hawk's okay. number one. yeah. There we go. Yeah. There's one out of the way for everybody. There you go. Um, I'll just run it through it real quick. I think this will be a lot uh, on a lot on people's list too. It's the TNT twins. I just thought they were, they had their funny moments, but overall they were just like horrible people. And then they, they were just yelling and getting annoying. Um, and then number three. Uh, so this has potential to change, but. I had Ryan as a bottom three character. I had that too. I like that. Um, and it definitely has the potential to change because of where he ended up season three and where he could possibly be going. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this season, he almost seemed like he's flopped sides so quickly back and forth. I know so much <laughs> shit happened in between, um, but it's just like he was used as a device to – to, to kind of fight against the, the good guys we're rooting for, Butcher. So I don't know. I want to have him as three right now. And just want to comment he, off uh, that, Paul. I do really enjoy the turn at the end where he smiles because at least he's going to be somewhat more interesting. Yes, yeah. exactly. But like, I smirk. totally agree with your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. So he's number three for now. Wait, so are we going to get it? Are we going to get Ryan, Blue Hawk, and TNT? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to get more into Ryan talk later? Or should we just talk nah, about Ryan? No, 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 no. I have some well, things that in my season, the season four, four wish no. list that we can yeah, probably okay. get with. So let's just keep going. So go ahead, Jay Spink, take us away for three least favorite. I have Blue Hawk, TNT, and A Train. I just A Train just doesn't do it for me, yeah. really. I think Ashley nailed it one hundred percent, and I think that he had major plot armor that wasn't deserved Mm -hmm. i actually was happy when i thought he was dead just because i thought that was a deserved finish for his character um you know kill is perfect he had the huey confrontation that that was the perfect ending for a train and you know now he's kind of like are you really going to try to redeem him to me after Ashley was fully right i just you know Mm. i i don't feel it and i love that Huey punched him right in the face when, when, you know, and I didn't know if that was going to have consequences with A-Train was like, how'd you do that? You know, I didn't know if it was going to get him caught, but it, it eventually didn't matter because everyone found out they were shooting up anyway. So, yeah, I A-Train just didn't do it for me, man. I'll just follow that up because two of mine have already been said. It was Blue Hawk, A-Train. And this is where things get weird for me because these next characters, it's not like I hate them. I just look at them as a person and I just think, okay, that's not someone I would want to be around. Like they are funny as fuck on the show itself, but these are three characters that I think are kind of dickish. Um, 
So that would be like, I guess it's only two. It would be the deep and Ashley. Like Ashley is funny as fuck. Yes. But when you think about it, like, would I want to spend time with Ashley? No. Do I like her? Yes. For her comedy, but as a person, I do not. So that's where, that's why I'm, it's still, it's hard for me to say, like, these were both two characters that are like comedic relief, but also their personalities just suck. Like the deep is just so conceited and he fucked with starlight season one like that's not okay in my book so yeah i agree so. this show is just a bottomless pit of like characters you love to hate yeah. every character is just a character you love to fucking hate they're all yeah, ass- like yeah. madeline stillwell ashley homelander stormfront like stormfront is the fucking worst i love to i love to hate her though <laughs> i would have had such a good villain i would have had stillwell on here but that was season one and that was a character that i love to hate you're right exactly yeah i took it yeah. completely different because I'm more in like I hate I love I don't love to hate I just hate them. Yes, <laughs> like that was this. Well, I yes. hate yeah. Blue Hawk. I definitely hate Blue Hawk. Yeah, okay. Blue Hawk and A Train, easy. It's just some yeah. other two that I had that are just different that we haven't mentioned yet are the 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 fucking stepdad MM's. Oh yeah, step-dad. he's actually going to be worse than we thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, I. Oh, we could have. Said he was Butcher's at that. How did we not too. say Todd? I can't believe. I oh, that's a Todd. Todd. So yeah, Todd sucks. Doesn't really need to be said. Like, I don't, I think we've all kind of agree. Like, he's just the worst. He's like the face of just everything wrong with America, whatever you want to fucking say. But I also wanted to mention, honorable mention, because she's kind of fell off this season. Starlight's mom sucks. I think she's a terrible character. Yeah. And I don't love to hate her. So we're talking parents too. And I'm thinking Butcher's dad, obviously. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. A lot of the parents, not okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Huey's dad, though. He's a hero. The, we like the yeah, only like one that I really have to add, I guess, because I feel like we've kind of covered our bases is Loki Swato, the fucking oh yeah bug guy from Payback who fucks around and gets all <laughs> them all killed in this flashback. Because <laughs> fuck Swato, <laughs> I forgot about that guy yeah, can't listen to one, orders. Though. He thinks he's hot shit. That's a good or one. Or the guy that he unloaded does. on MM in Hero Gasm. That was a pretty dick move by that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was M.M.'s fault, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he right? busted in without knocking. Yeah. Watch where you're walking, bro. Um, Termite was there. Termite slapping Unique. Yeah, the one name I haven't heard is Ezekiel from season Ooh. one, the Pray yeah. the Gay Away guy. Oh, true. Who yeah. was gay himself or, <laughs> you know, fucking around with some stuff himself yeah. either way. So nice. screw that guy. That's a good one. Any other final comments for honorable mentions? I didn't say any, but I agree. Um, I, I just thought of one while we sat here just to add is Mesmer. I yeah. thought he yeah. sucked. Yeah, true. Yeah, just I didn't to, really think at talk, all about you know? one and two. Like yeah. Hear myself talk. So <laughs> I love to hear you talk too. <laughs> okay, so I got two slash two and a half more categories here for us before we can get out of here. Um, let's do a big one. And this is this is gonna be probably our last long discussion. Is gonna be everybody's Top three, I, I kind of phrase it as both plot holes or just plot twists you didn't like. Take it either way, whatever you want to bring up of things that were really negative about this season for you. And mm-hmm. Kathleen, since you didn't really get to say much on that last one, you could start us off here if you if you wrote anything down. Yeah, so my three were um, Butcher and Ryan. Um, I think he single Butcher single-handedly sent Ryan down this wrong path when he promised that he'd be there for him. And now we're going to have to deal with Ryan being bad until we turn him to be good. Um, I don't necessarily hate that for Ryan. Like Luke said, that's pretty interesting. So um, I'm just mad at Butcher for that. And then um, A-Train flop. Luke said it best. 
absolutely no reason not to kill him. Mm -hmm. He apologized to Huey in a way that felt real. That was all we needed from him. He's just irredeemable in my eyes. He's the fucking worst. He literally now his brother hates him. He's paralyzed. Like, where does he go from here? What is his like redemption arc? Obviously, it has to be there. because just killing him in four would be crazy. Um, But my biggest one was Maeve. And I think that it's different than the rest of you guys. Obviously, I'm fucking thrilled that she got her happily ever after. Um, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled by that. Actually was shocked that she survived that. I guess I was just like, so like, wow, I forgot that, like, I don't know. It just takes your powers away. I mean, that was a huge fall. I don't know how. So is, did you, when you guys talked on the podcast, did you say is Maeve? Do you think Maeve is going to be in the next season or not? She's not. Like they said, she well, just said she, they said she's not. Oh, no so, shit. They confirmed that. I'm pretty sure they said she's taking a hiatus because she lives like in another country and the filming has been a lot. Yeah, that's so a hiatus. That makes it even fucking worse. What's oh, I didn't, I didn't, not, I didn't she's know not gonna that. Be in the next season. She's going to be in season five. I think. Oh, so, okay. uh, my big flop of Maeve is that they I underutilized her criminally for three seasons. Um, Like the fight mm-hmm. with Homelander shows it all. She was so fucking strong. I, I like that they I don't even know if they gave her more this season. I'm not sure. I just was really disappointed because I was the the resident Maeve Stan for many reasons, but like they really let me down with her entire arc for three full seasons. Especially I in my rewatch. I love Maeve so much. You're backing me up. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Oh I yeah. I, I I can't speak on it articulately articulately right now, but yeah, I think they flopped big on her. I think she deserved way more. And um, I, that makes me really sad that she's confirmed not on it. I loved her little Margot patch by the end of the season, but it's not enough to make it not. Margot from what? Three. The Magicians, which we cover. Go check that uh, out. Okay, just check. <laughs> I think that it, it, he basically said that, like, it's not going to be the end of we see of her. And I know, like, they're, she might come back again in the story. But I know there was another thing that said that the actress herself had like expressed some type of wanting to take like a little bit of a sabbatical from like, cause she, I'm pretty sure she lives in Ireland. She has to fly like to the country and especially with everything with COVID and everything recently, I think she had just wanted to take a break almost. Honestly, hearing that makes me think maybe that has something to do with her limited storylines. Also, maybe. Yeah. I I, I think the the exact quote from, uh, what is it? Kripke, Kripke, Kripke. Yeah. Yeah. Was that like, they needed to remove Maeve, from the show for a little bit for a little bit at least because starlight always had her as like this like protector mentor character and they want to take starlight into more of like a becoming into her own storyline and it doesn't work as well if Maeve's there i'm glad you brought back but i'm glad you brought up starlight there because kathleen what i was thinking too is that Maeve was like pretty much the starlight of the seven before starlight got there like Mm -hmm. she was taking all the shit from homelander and then starlight kind of filled that role if you want to call it that in the seven of Homelander now has all of his eyes on Starlight rather than Maeve. And then she got yeah. sent to rehab and then she disappeared for a couple episodes. So she definitely didn't get her full potential this season no. for sure. She's also so funny. Like they just underutilize her. But do you think that the that they didn't get to use the eggs of it all in that last season? Like they didn't quite get there because she broke out. You know how they were going to like make a baby from Homelander and Maeve. Do you think that that's off the table now? No, that that probably the. I don't think I the actor needs to be there for her eggs. No, but you know? I don't know if they actually <laughs> retrieve the eggs. So I, uh, I have a weird feeling that a lot of the seven, maybe maybe not, but I just feel like most of the tenured seven have like given it already in the lab to the to Vaughn. Probably. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And obviously Starlight thing, hasn't, but I think that the boys was really just steering clear of the barrier gaze trope. I really do think they were like, we'll, we'll make her a hero and we'll give her a happy ever after and send her on her way. I, I am mixed emotions on whether or not they should have just killed her as a hero or kept her alive. Obviously, I'd rather keep her alive, but killing people wise, I, I like that. So. The problem isn't even that they didn't just kill a main character. It's the fact that Soldier Boy's ability just didn't. Yeah, that was my thing. Like it takes she's a human falling 30 stories. You're dead. Right. Like there's no right. there's minimum. No, there's no stories. writing around yeah, that. It was or like scenes that can happen in the future that will explain that. It's just straight up bad writing and it can't really be and explained. while we're on the topic. This is the big, big reason that draws me back from saying this show is number one of all time for me, just because of the inconsistency of things that don't make sense. I feel like they were perfect up until this season. There was a few yeah. things that That's, just didn't. Yeah. Top two worst moments of the series. Probably. Well, we're, yeah, we're on the topic. So let me just ask, and I can't tell if it's plot hole or if I'm just not understanding everything correctly, but okay. So soldier boy has this new power because he was being tested on by the Russians, right? He just keeps exploding with the radiation. And we're just assuming that, we're not going to get an explanation why he just keeps exploding. It's just he was being experimented on, whatever. Um, then when he explodes, whoever's in his radius loses their powers, correct? Yeah. Or dies because sure, we did see neurogasm. He a lot of them were killed. Yeah, a lot of soups could get killed by it too. Yeah. So problem one to me is definitely why did Maeve not die? And we already yeah. talked about that, and that's hundred percent fine. Question two. Could maybe it's not a problem. Maybe I'd care too much, but wouldn't Butcher have lost his powers before the three way fight? He, or does Temp V just not count for that? Because he was in the blast radius in the house for hero gasm and he shouldn't have been able to fight with powers. Well, no, because you can re like Kimiko retakes V, so you can retake Temp V and also. But I'm saying he already had V, he was already, fu- he was already there with the V, remember? Because MM was shooting him and throwing shit at him and hitting him with the bat, and he was. Fine. If I, if I recall the scene, they made a point to show Butcher and MM get like knocked away by the blast and not come in contact with the beam. It's lame. I think someone okay. said that's lame, but they did show it in a lame way. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I mean, whatever. That's not a huge thing to me. Uh, my biggest thing is this the Temp V plot hole in my eyes for Huey. I mean, he had to have taken the temp V at least three to five times. And they said, you're dead at three. He to took five. It, I thought he took it three times. I mean, they literally so they go through it and three to five is you're dead. So mm. at three, they should have been like, yo, man, like, you all right? He's just like, Woo, we're good at the end of the season while Butcher's dying. Well, well, three I, to five. I might still that be variance, a variance. Potential for side effects. I mean, she literally said it says your brain is Swiss cheese at three to five, and he definitely <laughs> took it at least three. But the three to agree, five James. variance means that it's it's probably has a different. I don't even know what the term like, is. I took it as like six is instant kill, and then so what, so what I'm saying is just I just thought that we would have more of an end of the season where they're like, okay, Butcher's in the hospital, he's gonna die, and 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 at least the season would end with you who we being like, oh shit, man, I screwed up. Like I've been taking this V, I might be dying. The difference like is they're just like living the dream at the end of the season, not even talking about it. 
as Butcher taking it, Butcher is taking it two more times. Yeah, he's taking it five, five and he's going to die in months. Meaning yeah. it doesn't. I think there will be yeah. still some side effects. There might for, be, but I don't think it's healing. that big of a deal because because of the variance could, of that three to five means converse, that some people aren't affected by it as much. Maybe I don't really know, but I like this, I think Butcher having a death sentence cleans that up for me. This kind of ties a little bit into some of my wish list stuff, so we can keep this yeah, going later. That, yeah. Um, I agree with you, Jimmy. I think that was a plot hole for me, too. We should should be dying, too. Yeah, like, listen, no, no, I'm not saying he should be dying. I just think it's a worry that he's dying or. But yes, again, I I only watched the season once as a binge, and I really thought I remembered the way that the story was going, that it should have been assumed that he took more than three. Like, I know they showed on screen three times, but I felt like there was a conversation and a showing of the vials disappearing that it had to have been more than three for Huey as well but it's whatever I'm not it doesn't need to be a big thing I can't comment on how many times because I've only seen a lot of the episodes once all right let me get into my biggest plot holes the one that is now popping into my head obviously I think which kind of ties it all together as a plot hole is the inconsistency of describing what exactly soldier boy's ability was so real quickly, just wanted to say that when Maeve was in rehab, whatever, in prison in Vault Tower, uh, Homelander did say that the V, fro- I'm sorry, so, uh, Soldier Boy's beam or whatever fried the V out of the hero system. Right. And that's right. what actually caused them to lose their powers. So to jump off uh, the point you were saying, Jimmy, about why um, – butcher was able to fight you know maybe he was he was just hit not by the beam he was just caught by the uh backlash Last radius yeah, like yeah if you're, so you're saying like if someone was like five feet away dead but if you're like let's say hypothetically 20 feet away you would more than likely you could live but you would just have your powers taken away yeah i mean because maybe they not said, those exact distances but i'm just saying like as long as you're not the direct the i think there's a difference between the bl- it's like a nuke like you could be destroyed by the initial blast, blast and that's his yeah. power taking your power away or the res or the the other way you said like the nuke dropping killing you instantly whether you're a soup or not yes. it's going to kill you instantly and then the farther away you are as a soup you're going to lose your powers and still be yeah. okay from the blast i think that's I think another feather it. in that cap for paul is that i part of me feels like huey could have just teleported him and butcher out of there but they kind of run out so i mean like maybe yeah they just didn't have the v like huey's v got burned of- out as well that kind of ties into my second plot hole of uh, just multiple opportunities. Uh, Paul had brought this up off pod, but there were multiple opportunities to potentially end Homelander. And when you bring teleportation in the mix, how, like that uh, just seems pretty easy to me that you could just send them somewhere far away. I guess we talked about that, but like, no, because I think, we know we don't. Okay. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Well, almost, guys, well this it, isn't even just tying right to back. That, it's not even just tying to that theory. I'm <laughs> just saying like, even at the end, like butcher had a chance, but chose Ryan who, you know, Ryan eventually even just turned on butcher. And it's like, okay, I think there were some chances at the end there that butcher could have killed Homelander, but didn't. And then the last thing I'll say is this was probably my biggest thing. Um, was mm just willing to repeat his father's past like for two seasons straight we're getting him explaining that he doesn't want to become his father and doesn't want to become this obsessed man that dies at the desk and then midway through season three he's willing to do exactly what his father did to his daughter and we got all that build up for him to be the loving father for the daughter and then he's like let me put my fists up against the strongest second strongest hero in the world and like i'm like 
I was sitting there. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like you last hey, episode, man. you literally just said to your daughter, like all this trying to be a good father. You don't want to be your dad. And then here you are literally just on a suicide mission, trying to kill mm-hmm. soldier boy without any temp fee. So that was my probably biggest one. Agreed. Who wants to go next? Cause Kath- Kathleen said one, right? I'll I said go one. next. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I'll go next. I think my biggest plot hole, number one, like not even close, is how weak Starlight is. And I'm all for like kind of this novice soup rising the ranks, becoming in the seven and honing her skills. But we're in season three. Say this is a six season show. Like she should be well into kind of like discovering her powers, especially if she is one of the seven, which is supposed to be Earth's Mightiest Heroes. She's not even yeah. close to Earth's Mightiest Heroes. <laughs> like she got swept off the stage by Butcher on some temporary stuff, which that I just convinced myself is another plot hole. Why is this temp V so insanely powerful compared to just like regular compound V people? I don't think that's too great. And I think I'll just leave it at that because we've talked about how all of us are on savory with butcher going soft on Homelander and the lack of deaths. The temp- I will say yeah, that I feel like we've been kind of conflating po- plot holes with things we don't like. Um, I don't think it's ne- mine is necessarily a plot hole. I just don't like, I feel like noir should have been the one to tackle soldier boy out of the window instead of Maeve. And then yep. he should have died that way. I mean, granted the scene where Homelander, puts noir's helmet like on the table yeah great and he like intimidates all of them but i feel like it would have kind of fixed almost two things that people don't like with the way that noir died and what happened with mave i feel like that would have been great and mave just kind of could have just taken that w almost against homelander yeah i I also think it was just weird to choose that death for noir it's fine but and I know I'm I'm blinding myself with sorry the comics in certain ways, but like I thought it's always just assumed that he's like the quiet, strong type, like he is supposed to at least secretly be like as strong as almost Homelander or something to that effect. Like everyone's always scared of him and stuff. And he, you know, is just standing there and gets his freaking heart, well, I guess his intestines ripped out from Homelander. Uh, I just thought that it should have been that he was shown to be a little bit stronger than that. And to be honest, the way that they show him through this season shows that he's not even close to Homelander. He was never close to Homelander. He wasn't even close to Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy used to beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. So I was always expecting Noir, even though he was more like the ninja type, maybe just a fighter, to be one of the stronger of the seven. I always assumed he was number two at least. you know, And then this season kind of shit on him in that way so we should have done strongest heroes we could have done that but um black noir you guys talked a lot about this and this was something that we i was hinting at at the beginning of this podcast about what we had to convince paul about we kind of talked it out amongst ourselves and convinced ourselves i should say is that i thought black noir had the healing the 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 healing ability that kimiko has and wolverine has right and i the reason i thought that i think the reason a lot of fans think that is because the cold opening of season two is black noir going i forget what country it is it's 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 where the soup terrorist is from season one and he goes in there kills him but as in the process of killing him he gets blown up and you see a huge part of like his body getting destroyed by that blast and then Mm -hmm. people just assumed and ran with it i think that he did have the ability to heal and i don't think that's the case because if that was the case it makes no sense how homelander killed him the way he did and And that was his face is screwed up 
Yes, exactly. Yes. So, so thinking about it more and thinking about everything we've seen, I just think he has super high resistance to live through damage, but he keeps mm-hmm. the damage. Meaning, I think if you took off his chest plate, you would still see parts of him missing from the 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 soup terrorist blow uh, right. explosion, and that cleaned up a lot of potholes for me because I went into that conversation we had at Paul's thinking like, why the fuck can Homelander even kill him like this? Thought he would yeah. just heal up, but. That was just going, a side note off of the Black Noir thing where I don't think it's a plot hole where I initially yeah, did. Right. Going back to my original thing I was just talking about where I said I thought he was number two of the seven. The healing factor would have been a big part of that. The fact mm-hmm. that he's Black Noir could fight like a badass strong as hell and has the healing factor. So introducing him not having the healing factor this season was just a big downgrade for his powers. Yeah. It's funny because I actually looked at the Reddit a little bit before getting on here and like people still think like he has super healing and I'm sitting here like I don't that's never been a thing and it's never been established and if he's in future seasons it's because of that though and then it gets weird. Yes. Or, or he's, or he's just a different, different guy. Person. Or a different yeah. person. Yeah. 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 Speaking of future seasons shall we move on to the season four <laughs> wish list? I do, do have, have one. On I do yeah. have one, I guess, it potentially might be a very hot take of something I disliked. I don't like that Soldier Boy is still alive. Uh, he, really, okay, so... Character, great actor. He was so good in this season, but I just felt like we just kind of got nowhere. We just spun around on a bike. Why but that should he have, have died? Yeah, why should he have died? Right. Well, I just feel him. like... Like now he's on ice. It just feels like like that last fight. Maybe they should have just won and killed him. I just yeah. I see, you, I see where you're like eh, that he's now back on ice in the in the uh, U.S. Instead, I see so, feel I see where you're coming from because you're saying like you probably would have either have him rather have him dead or just continue being out and about in the world rather than just like recaptured frozen. Is what kind of what you're saying? Also, yeah, yeah I he's mean, going like, story wise. What is his return going to look yeah. like? Like in yeah. what way? Like is he going to be changed? Are they going to torture him away and make him into? Or maybe Soldier Boy becomes the new Black Noir. I would be okay with that. Ooh, I oh, like that actually. I, mean, but like, I actually wow, like that. I actually like that. that yeah, I just it, he just That's they rolled boy. him out, and I was kind of like, I kind of wish he was dead. Yeah, or the, the fact that he's out floating in the background just feels to me kind of like. Eh. I was just going to say, this goes to what I was saying for my, not necessarily plot holes, but things earlier. Should we just assume that he fell with Maeve and was knocked out enough for them to go grab him and lock him back up? Because we know he's freaking like so resilient. That's that's what we kind of decided on the finale that whenever he has these episodes, he usually blacks out for, you know, the five, 10 minutes. So he's probably just laying there passed out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. He was able to put the mask on him. Um, I don't have anything else to add to this. Uh, a train and Maeve are far and away my biggest two complaints of this season. They're plot armor, but I and this isn't plot holy, but I don't necessarily think I loved what they did with Stan Edgar. Um, I felt like he was a slightly underutilized, but at the same time, he's set up for a huge return. I'm really hoping he has more of a plan. Otherwise, looking back, I'm not even happy with him in season two and season one. Like he wasn't that big of a deal if he doesn't come back and make a scene after newman betrayed him i think that that'll change by the i'm, I'm at least i'm hoping so. yeah, yeah, yeah i think yeah. that'll change by the end of next season i just think he's so set up to be like to, i think he has a plan man he's gotta I be just, yeah smart plan something i don't know but you guys uh, are, yeah, do we yeah. do we take edgar as a villain anymore to the show like he's just he's like chaotic man. he's like neutral chaotic neutral yeah. like he's he's like he's looking out for himself 
I like, guess. I get so that he's villainous because he's the leader of Vaught. Like, I get that. But what I'm saying is for the show, I mean, we take Homelander as the villain, and you know Stan's going to be f- against Homelander when he be. returns. Yeah, I mean, I mean he, he doesn't he, really he like be. the superheroes. Quick firing thinking, like, season four villain could be Newman, five could be Edgar, six Homelander. Like, I think that could be something that happens. I think Stan Edgar has the uh, potential to become a main villain because of all of his connects that he's had over the... He's been with Vaught for however many years it's been. You know, he was in Nicaragua as a young a, a young man, and then now he's an, he's an old man with all this knowledge and connections. I, I think he could be set up he if season to. four does it right as a big villain. So I mean, he's... Yeah, he, he's, he's definitely powerful enough to be a big villain. It's just... Do we see him as a villain? Because when he returns, you would have to think he's returning to take down Homelander. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. yeah. Going off Dave's season's plan, I feel like Newman and Edgar could be like that's the season same. four. Yeah, it could then, be yeah. Homelander's season five. Mm-hmm. With Soldier Boy Black returning Newman. from Ice. That's as how Black I Noir. see it happening. And maybe as Black Noir. And maybe uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> we just wrote the fucking show. Um, <laughs> let's do season run through... four wish list, unless you 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 have more. I was just going to say, I got like one or two things just going to run through uh, <laughs> real quick. You were saying earlier, B-Tom's 10V, super powerful. If they had like 10 people take 10V, they could take down Homelander. Because mm-hmm. Homelander was like fighting for survival off of two 10V users and Soldier Boy, you know, Soldier Boy's up there, whatever. But he was taking them down while the 10V users were actually messing with them. So if you give 10 people that, you can fucking take them down. So I think they just made that a little bit too powerful. I'm actually, um, I'm actually now you got my mind thinking, but if you're only limited to taking 10 feet three to five times, so you pretty much would have to master your power in, in one to two uses. And then so I'm just, they, they, you got to take it and figure out what your power is going to be. Yeah. First. yeah. And master it in a day. So they I did. think there's we, the, the negative effects kind of balance out the overpoweredness. For I agree right with now, that for right now, at least. I just yeah. think that it, it just so happens that, of course, they give Butcher, the main boy, you know, the main guy, the, the sweet ass power, you know, and then oh, Huey yeah. has his teleport yeah. power, which is funny because he's naked when he does it. But he also does have the resiliency and the strength. The overpoweredness is Butcher. The uh, the, the only reason the, the one scene where Huey is in the kitchen, he's telling starlight uh his power she's like i don't know i just kind of knew what to do it just came to me like i clenched my butt cheeks and like i could do it so like i don't think there's a training plateau like you guys were saying maybe there is if you like really want to like i don't know but the fact that bottom line butcher yeah Yeah. that bottom line is if you had a bunch of people take this you could take out any threat and we kind of talked about it why couldn't huey just like huey's lack of power description it was really bothering me because he was telling mindstorm i can take you anywhere like let me know and that could mean what like literally somewhere he's never been does he need to think of it um and i was like all right if he could do that why couldn't you just take soldier boy and you know shoot him up in space real quick and come back and then soldier boy's done well i mean um, that would kill Huey. yeah right? just real quick bang bang <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking bang, about bang. That's quick trip <laughs> Quick bang, trip, bang, baby. Hold your breath and don't burn. Yeah, but what about like, yeah, right? Yeah. He's a soup. He's butt-ass durable. Naked. You come back with a sweet ass tan, dude. He's a soup. He's durable. And all right. And this was like my big dislike, not a plot hole, is I just didn't like that Kimiko fought with the dildos. I thought that scene was hysterical. What? You know, I, Out of you? I, thought, <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? I mean, That's Paul's sexiest scene, I, I, man. I, I thought the scene was funny, but like, 
why was she fighting with a dildo? Like her a dildo is less durable than her hand as a soup. She oh, wouldn't, oh, okay. she wouldn't use that as a weapon to stab and like sword fight with it, right? Like you would just she would just use her fist. So I feel like they were just using that as silliness <laughs> to be silly, unrealistic to like the world. And I'll I get it, I get that's the boys <laughs> like going over the top more and more, but it just I felt like we didn't need that. You know, showing the dildos would have been enough. We didn't need her. But to be fair, Deadpool has the same healing factor ability and he does crazy shit like that, knowing he has no consequences. Like he just will grab random things and do that, even though he has swords and guns. But that's the same concept where Deadpool just doesn't give a fuck. He'll just think it's funny to hit you with a dildo. He's kind of more erratic. Yeah. 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 I mean, if we had a prankster Kimiko face before this, that would be perfect. Mm -hmm. Don't explain it. But all right, let's go to our last category and then we can get the fuck out of here. And I'm very curious to see everybody's take here because this should be completely unique for all of us. And you don't have to go too far into it because this is going to be predictions about season four wish list items specifically. So things mm-hmm. you want to happen, just top three things to whoever wants to start. All right, I can go first um, because I want to say this one first so no one else can take it from me. Cindy, I want Cindy to come back. Fuck you. That was mine. <laughs> Um, totally Cindy. I would say second one would be, I want Newman to, it's not going to happen, but this is a wish list. I want Newman to become good because I love Newman, but I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. And then I just want, uh, I would say at least, well, what are we at now of the seven? Are they the three? They're the three right Barn, now. Barn, Maeve, Starlight are gone. Well, so. so it's A-Train, A-Train Deep, Deep, and Homelander. Homelander. Okay. Yep. Um, I was going to say I want one of – I guess maybe one of the Deep and A-Train to die, although I kind of agree with Kathleen of if he just comes back to die this season, yeah. it would kind of stink a little bit. So maybe just one major death. You know, Even like I would settle for like a Mallory. Uh, Todd feels like a good candidate if we can all agree on that. So just give me mm-hmm. like a big like earth-shattering death. For those of you that are listening who don't know who Cindy is, Cindy was in season two um, in the Stormfront facility – um, where she crushed everything and escaped and made mm-hmm, escape possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They mentioned her in this season. They did. They did mention yes, her? they did. They was, did. She was like on the news in the background. Her mugshot yeah. of like a okay, a drawing of her and like a hitchhiker. There was I'm like pissed, it was I missed the news. that. I um, love that. Two of my three are the same as Kyle's. I but I want specifically Cindy to come back and Cindy versus Newman sounds awesome. Like exploding yeah, powers versus yeah. each other would be sweet. Um, I also want a big death from. One of the seven, and honestly, one of the boys would be a nice death. Uh, maybe Butcher. I'm thinking it would be Butcher of any of them. And then third, uh, this I have no knowledge about this in the comics, as I do know some comic spoilers, but I hope this could be a thing. I think there it would be insane if they revealed next season that Stormfront was Homelander's mom. And it ended up being the eggs and the sperm of <laughs> Soldier Boy and Stormfront, because that just seems very the boys like, and it would fuck with Homelander more and maybe break him more. And I, I, think, oh, I think that could He's totally happen. Mom. Yeah, I think I mean, totally his happen. mom says laser my tits. Yeah. The Wunderkind. Oh um, let me just say that it's not a spoiler. Well, it is a spoiler, but I'm just gonna say it. Like Stormfront <laughs> is just totally different. It, too much Stormfront's a guy in the comics. It's like totally different thing so you you coming up with that theory is totally fine it's not going by they're not going by the comics for most things anyway so that could definitely happen and soldier boy did say he's like i used to know this girl liberty and like they kind of mentioned it so yeah 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. I actually oh, so good at that. So <laughs> he really is. That was great. Yo, give me the right. Bill Cosby line, Paul. <laughs> Oh, oh. oh, what do you say? Man, that guy could make some strong drinks. <laughs> yeah. America's, America's dad. dad. Yeah. And then uh, we never even brought up when he's like, you just made those words up. <laughs> yeah. Um, internet. Internet. Genius. Yeah. Bluetooth. Um, actually, I have I know we don't want to keep doing this because it's like adding more time to the pod. But two things that I want to ask you guys. Is it a plot hole about Newman? The fact that they showed that her eyes changed when she used her powers. Yes. 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 I would say yes. So I said that like in the courtroom, her eyes should have been popping off. And also it's a thing now that you know that she has to be looking at you or the part of you that she's going to blow up. Yeah. Right. So I just think. Yeah. So I think that's a little bit of a plot hole. And I also want to know here what you guys think about. I was reading that people were under the impression that the nosebleed is like. If you're strong enough she can make your nose bleed and yeah, eventually she can pop it off, but it's almost like you have a defense against her and she can't just easily pop your head like a human. Makes sense. But you guys are yeah. saying that it was her showing like, you know, I could pop your head whenever I want. I'm going to make your nose bleed because to me, when she kills the guy, when his nose starts bleeding, he's like, Oh shit. And then he starts like running away. Like he knows he's got to yeah. be defending himself. So it's almost like a buildup. Time. Yeah. Like, why can't the, she, yeah, why sure. can't she just pop Homelander's head? Just take a look at him. And well, he even That's had that. I, he even said that line. He was like, oh, you think about popping my mouth? I'm like, you know, you know, go ahead. Try it. Like, let's see. Like, I'm kind of curious what would happen to. Right. So, I just I don't feel, feel the pressure I, and then just kill her. I just need to know, like, the limitations. I need to know if she could just look at Homelander and pop his head at any time, because then she's pretty much. I mean, I know that he could do the super speed and laser quicker or something, maybe. But she goes to be she's top three, top two, if she can do that. Same with Cindy, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. OP powers. I took it honestly that she was using her like when she rolls her eyes or whenever her eyes kind of white out that she's using the full extent of her ability. So, yes, she should have had her eyes white in the courtroom. But when she's just kind of like doing testing the waters, I guess, like she did with Starlight, she doesn't need to do. That's that's how I took it. But that also doesn't cancel out the fact that her eyes should have been white. Right. I mean, that was my question. Like, is she testing the waters by making your nose bleed or are you with soup and your nose is bleeding because you have defenses? I think it's like I'm not saying a little, I think it'll take a little bit more force for a super. Like, a little bit of both. Yeah. No answer okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just go. I, I, I just think my biggest thing is I want to know and I don't know if we're going to know right away, but I want to know why I stand so confident against Homelander like this. There's a secret weapon and I want to know what the hell it is. Yep. Like I, I was thinking it was Soldier Boy when I was doing my binge. Like I, I thought that Edgar just had Soldier Boy before it was revealed. He's in Russia and this and that. Um, now that there's just no reveal yet i just need to know what this reveal is for edgar to be so confident that like at any moment homelander can kill him and he's like you you're not going to dude mm-hmm. i mean I, I think he's a secret soup really i mean we've been saying theory. that like that's we, mine well, yeah didn't we say on the on our season two that we were we thought he was going to be the head popper at first be like we thought he was a secret soup yeah, and that he was going to be a be. head popper. Yeah. yeah, like I like the secret soup thing, but I, you know, I, I just want to know what I want to know the secret weapon. I, I want to know. It almost makes him more badass if he's not a soup and he's that confident. Yeah, agree. Yeah. I, I feel like this season I came to the conclusion that Newman was his secret weapon, so he may not have another defense against Homelander. That's true. 
Okay. Definitely. Um, Fair. But except for his mind, and he's like the smartest dude in the game right now. I mean, even after Newman turned on him, they had that conversation at the very top with Homelander and Stan. And Stan was just like, yeah, bro. I don't give a shit about you. Like, uh, he was the like, bottomless kill me, bro. I dare you. <laughs> ego or something like that. That was yeah. a phenomenal scene. All right. Um, I can run through mine real quick. I just got one. Uh, Newman's daughter. I want Newman's daughter who just got injected with yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I want to see what that is. So I really want to see Newman's daughter in season four. I want to see what happens. And I really hope it's, we didn't see her return in season three because when she got injected by V, by the compound V, I hope she got one of the worst superpowers there is. I hope she turned into a puddle of jelly and is just like hanging in Newman's basement right now because they don't know what to do. In a jar. In one of these jars jelly. that Huey can't open. Yeah, in a, in a bucket. <laughs> so uh, I hope Newman's daughter just has bad power. Um, and the, the other thing, A-Train, I actually kind of am excited to see A-Train turn a new leaf. I know it's been a little opposite opinion mm-hmm. of what you, the rest <laughs> of the pod was saying, but I'm ex- actually excited to see if A-Train does finally become a morally good guy and starts to do the right thing. That would be really cool and insane character arc. And the final thing is Roger, the camera guy. I hope <laughs> he's still there and they bring him back up. Because Ho- him. Homelander, yeah, Ashley was telling him, like, Roger, cut the commercial. And Homelander, during his speech, is like, Roger, don't you dare fucking cut the commercial. <laughs> so I hope he uh, comes back. All righty. Um, mine, I have two. I'll run through them. Uh, Butcher Death, I, I'm really expecting it. I don't know if it's going to be next season. It could be season five. I think at the end of the day, no matter what, Butcher's not making it out of the series finale. Mm-hmm. So my wish list would be for him to die next season. Uh, my second one being, I kind of gave this one a little bit of thought. I kind of like it. I think Huey and Annie adopting Stillwell's baby. I think we didn't bring crazy. up Stillwell's baby at all. Right. But yeah. I think so. Huey is already in the system as someone who is considering adoption, blah, blah, blah. And that really puts arced him. Yeah. And so I think he's now <laughs> kind of in a situation where he's going to be forced to kind of adopt someone. And I think it's totally going to be Stillwell's baby. I think that'd be crazy. <laughs> the parallels would even between him and uh butcher would increase even more because obviously butcher non-soup had a didn't actually have a kid but uh saw a kid as his own same thing with huey has a kid with powers that he sees as his own so i think that would kind of play more into the butcher huey parallels and i think that would just be a really interesting twist like how are they going to raise a kid with this crazy ability so and he could fight ryan could you fucking yeah. imagine if there they forced Still Huey will... to adopt a kid? <laughs> like, sorry, sir. Yeah, you submitted well, the application. No, no, no. So you're, you're leaving yeah, here with a kid. Take, no, I don't think these backsies. I don't that think kid it's going to be. Starve. Those baby jars would be, never open. I don't think it's going to be him <laughs> being forced to adopt. I think yeah. it's just going to be him not having the balls to say, no, I don't no. want to adopt anymore. <laughs> that, would, that would suck so bad. It'd be so fucking stupid. But All Dave, right. I love the thought you put into that. All righty. I just want to say, Dave, going back to your first point, am I the only one here? Like, I'm just fully assuming that Butcher's going to take V to, to save himself yeah, and not die. I agree with that. Okay. I just want to make oh, sure really? at least somebody agrees. Never crossed my mind. Never okay. crossed my mind either. Never. I literally, I don't think this, like, you guys were saying, like, you can't have the boys without Homelander. Like, yeah, you can kill Butcher, but I almost feel like you can't really not have Butcher until it's, like, end game for yeah. the series. And I just think it was obvious that he's not going to die somehow and my only thought was okay he'll take v so he doesn't die 
Yeah, I don't. I, think, I mean, I feel like they kind of showed the template with Kimiko. Yeah, but that's different because Kimiko was already compatible with V Butcher. We don't know if he's compatible because I think more just the sense of like she was clearly ailing, like she was pretty fucked up, and then she takes the V and she just instantly heals. So I feel right. like. Well, that was giving her her healing factor back. That's her power, though. Like, right? That's yeah, yeah. That is Kimiko's power. Not every soup has like the healing aspect to it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, well, it's kind of still not like survive. So it's like going back to the diabolical episode where the wife has cancer and he gives her V to keep her alive, and she actually does live, but then the cancer becomes a villain. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that I think, I think if Maeve took Compound V, she would get her powers back and not yeah, die. I agree. But that, that one not healing. By the way, that ep- that short yeah, uh, on yeah. Diabolical won an Emmy. Just put Andy that Samberg. Uh, yes, I agree. I think if Maeve took it, it's just almost muscle memory, like we were saying, mm-hmm. and she like jumps back into her old powers. Yeah, I just think Butcher would get the healing powers. I just yeah, I just think it would heal him somehow. That's okay. that's my yeah. Yeah, I'm on that team. Who's got who's left to go? Kathleen hey, D. Toms. I go really fast. Yeah. Stan Edgar's uh, <laughs> secret soup. Ashley somehow betrays Homelander and Frenchie goes to Hero Gasm. Yes. <laughs> oh, can't nice. happen though. I know I, it can't happen. But I, I want that for him. That's my hopes and dreams. <laughs> Why can't he go? Because it was already destroyed. Yeah, the twins are the ones that do it every year, right? And that well, no. I well, think I mean, I mean Soldier Boy said he started it. Yeah, <laughs> Herogasm lives on. Herogasm yeah, definitely true, lives on. They just won't have another Herogasm. Love Sausage survived. Like we saw, Love Sausage running away with his dick. He ain't well, using that thing plan. ever. Oh again. my god, yeah. dude! It could be like it could be like the Blob when in House of M when Wanda says no more mutants, and then he just like loses all of his fat, but he keeps all the the skin. Oh. Like, literally, oh, it could be yeah. Love Sausage just like has a flailing cock <laughs> <laughs> that he can't nice. control. That he can't control anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow well i'll close this out i suppose <laughs> i really like seeing kind of how ryan's powers are progressing because he's such a unique like higher level soup so i would love to see him and homelander like sparring against each other i don't know just going like full strength for ryan but you know however that would be at homelander just seeing how he's progressing um also i would love to see now that he's a free agent edgar flipping sides and working with the boys because we know from season one or was it two he's had a face-to-face meeting with butcher and he puts respect Mm -hmm. on him as being the soup killer so if he wants revenge on homelander or any number of soups he should align himself with the boys and i would just love to see him working with them Agree, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, I think that about does it. Anybody have any closing thoughts? We just storyboarded all of season four, yeah, we really did. Your head fucked by stupid, yeah. I really do like idiot. I really do like Soldier Boy returning as Black Noir, though, man. That's amazing. That is the best thing ever. I'm totally on your side, though, Kyle, when it comes to that. Like, I I am happy that we're gonna get more Soldier Boy at some point because he's such a good character, but. Like, what are we going to have a situation where they're like, oh, we have a bad guy to fight and we need somebody who's like not yeah. as bad of a guy. So we're going to bring Soldier Boy back. It's like, OK, it nice. would just be the repeat of his this storyline again. It would yeah. just rehash the whole idea of the weapon and getting him and he's, he's erratic and can't be controlled, but they're trying to harness it for good. I mean, yeah, well, I, mean, I we'll guess see. I guess I could see Homelander and Ryan like break him out with Homelander trying to bring the family back or something. And then at least he's released to the public again. But I, I don't know. 
All right, guys, that concludes our coverage of the boys season three. We had our final discussion. I'm sure we'll come back to it when we get closer to season four or if we get a little uh, what's the new show called, Kathleen? Gen V. Gen V. Yeah. Can't so wait. If we, if we get cast. a little Gen V talk, we might bring that back. We're definitely going to cover it, I'm assuming. So can't wait to do that, guys. Boys has been one of our favorite shows to cover. If you like what you heard, check us out at BingetownTV.com. All of our socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all at Bingetown. Hit us up on there. We love talking theories with you guys, interacting with all the people listening. And tell us if our theories are stupid. Tell them if you agree. Let <laughs> us know. Um, we do have a Patreon now. If you guys want to support the Patreon, it's Patreon.com slash TV. A couple dollars a month. You get all of our exclusive content. Guys, that's it. We are Binstown TV. We are the seven. (laughs) And thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Hey. Hey. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.